Welcome to FE TV episode 14. Got a special guest in the house today. It's Owen McGreevy. If anyone knows him, he's good at uh, used to be good at football. Him. He's very good at GA. <laughs> Was a good soccer player, <laughs> and he's into fitness now. Welcome to Sean. Thanks very much, Darren. Appreciate the uh, intro. No worries. <laughs> and uh, we got Rob Lehan with us Hello. tonight. You got John O'Flynn in the house. Welcome back to Neil Horgan, who missed last week. Thanks, Darren. You were you were you were missed, to be fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, myself, Darren Murphy. And tonight's episode is going to be about uh, football, fitness, and Douglas Hall again. Is it? No, <laughs> not Douglas Hall. Yeah, McGreevy signed for us. He just yeah. confirmed it there off off air. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the farm was. Yeah. Well, that was something else, right? box, <laughs> box of ice creams. Assume <laughs> <laughs> a football kid, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting picked up in the way van next week. <laughs> Apparently, we're missing the best game of all time tonight at the moment. It's 3 2 Man City. 3 2 after 25 minutes. 3 2 yeah. after 25 minutes, and we're missing it. We missed it all. Hoggy saw the first 10 minutes because he was late. Again. <laughs> yeah, late again. Why are you always late, Hog? Why are you always late? No? No. No answer? No answer. Hey, turn your phone off. Sorry, bud. So we've got a couple of questions in for you, Owen. Uh, Rob's got a good couple on the Instagram. Uh, the first the one Instagram. was, which did you enjoy more, winning the National Cup with Greenwood or the County Championship with the Bears? Ooh. Um, the hard one. When did you win the National Cup with Greenwood? Uh, 2016 to the 5th, 2009. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Really? Really, yeah. <laughs> uh, two good wins, I suppose. Um, with Greenwood, I suppose, I played the lads since I was under nine, I think. <laughs> and um, we were never really good growing up. We had a few good players, all right. Um, John Egan played with us. Yeah. Um, so he was always decent growing up. We had Damien Callan. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, just... Throwing down a few names. Is he playing goal? Is he playing goal? Who else was playing with you that was um, good? Like, with Ian Lardin. Right. Um, I was fairly decent enough as well, I suppose. <laughs> Darren is giving him directions yeah, there. Brilliant directions. Stay in house. So, yeah, just talk straight into the mic. Not a bother. Okay, you, that's perfect, Darren. Don't it? move the head to the side. Straight <laughs> into the mic. If you wave your hand anymore, the plane will land in, in, in the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> we should really do an intro, shouldn't we, at the start of the yeah, show? Yeah. Probably. Go on, anyway. Um, yeah, that was a fun run. We went all over the country, baiting teams 1-0, thanks to John Egan. He used to just play centre-back. We used to defend for the whole game, get a few corners and just... What age group? Cross him into him, he used to knock him in. <laughs> was it 16s? Uh, under 16, 16. yeah. 16s. I think we were the first Cork team to win it in like 25 years or something. It was Middleton before us or something. And like where that. was the final? Downtown and Cross. Brilliant. Uh, keeper scored that game. I remember I was at it. Well, yeah, Daryl Daryl played Daryl played wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was class in that game as well. Yeah, and I think well. he played 18s game as well the day after against Cork City. Cork City played Salt and Devon in the 18s final. And he was brilliant that game as well. And did he go to Galway after that? Sligo. Sligo. Then came on known to City, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Then he signed I mean, full, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, he was good buddies with Darrell as well when I was at City and when he was at oh, City. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was always one for working hard, to be fair. After then, I was out just crossing the ball to Is he taller no than you? <laughs> Darrell? Yeah. Nah. Darrell's not, not even taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I want this on the record. I was the second smallest player at Cork City. <laughs> and then when he left, Kearney signed, so I was still the second smallest player. <laughs> <laughs> you got Kearney to move so is it? So, are we answering the question now? Yeah, it's I was just, just about to say, um, I suppose the Bears are my parish as well, so... 
They're both even, to be fair. Don't be knocking anyone. <laughs> well done. Well and done. like, leading on from that, I got a, a message there from Brid Long, <laughs> I think her name is. And uh, said, ask Owen, what's the best thing to ever happen to him? Was it me or winning the championship last year? Oh, oh no pressure. That's also a hard one. But, uh, <laughs> oh, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're here, Flippy. <laughs> yeah, so the bears as well, yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Only messing. Uh, be barred from your house. <laughs> Leave you off with that one. So... You're into uh, kind of fitness stuff now, aren't you? You've done a degree in it, and um, yeah, I've done allegedly three years at Reckon I actually done it over five years because you know get more of an understanding of it. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got kept back. I got kept back because I was already <laughs> foundation. <laughs> but um, I'm actually going back to college again at the moment to get a higher degree in the Reckon Leisure and go do a fourth year, do a level eight, and then hopefully go and do a masters in physiotherapy. Which is the plan? So that's a two years ma a two year masters in UCC. So we'll see how I get on with my exams there in the end of the month, and then hopefully I do a good fourth year and onto physiotherapy then in UCC. Like so, after playing sports, do you think it gives you a, a massive advantage, like, uh, with physiotherapy and fitness and? You that's a loaded loaded question, there. Like you said, no, but like you could say, does it give an advantage or not? Not does it give you a massive advantage? You're, you're yeah, answering a gigantic, form. huge kind of <laughs> yeah, all the big words. I know, but I, I know what question you're asking. Well, the Volcan police are back. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next holiday? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. The, the next I know I'll just say your book instead of your great book. <laughs> um an advantage with regards to knowing people who come into me inside the gym, if they play sport I'd have an advantage of oh yeah, I play that as well, I can tell you what to do. But I suppose you learn a lot in college with regards to fitness and I know a lot of people come into uh the gym because they're broken, like their body doesn't work like yourself there and you were into it then for like Christmas. <laughs> and it still doesn't work. Yeah, you were a hopeless case. <laughs> you were a hopeless case. Oh, you know, you're, you're, here. you're more hopeless leaving. After, after the assessment you said, look, we'll call you, don't call us, okay? <laughs> I could be playing for Manchester City right now. <laughs> it's all my fault. Um, I suppose, even when you're training yourself, you're, kind of questioning the coach a bit more because you've done it in college and you've I don't know read a few articles on it doesn't make me like a, a genius at a ratting but like I'd have a fair idea of when like you're doing something wrong with fellas in regard to like you're just flogging fellas running on the pitch like for absolutely no reason that leads on to another question from Brid why do you think you're such a genius <laughs> at no I'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> no but I think you just came up with a new Irish name there as well yeah, Brid, Brid. Yeah. forget Brid lads Good it's Brid you know what Good old second Brid. child uh, big announcement I'm doing a caption <laughs> the caption is the name the, t uh, the Instagram name so okay. it says Brid not Brid, Brid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it does give you an advantage if you did play sport because you know how the body feels. Yeah. You know how you know if you're not feeling good that day. I think you're more aware of your body in general. Gives you a massive advantage. I think. <laughs> a massive advantage. <laughs> no, uh, what I'm what I'm kind of gearing towards is that. Uh, so you, Do you take gear. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Sumo sports yeah. fan. If you don't gear. Just keywords that pop up in my head. <laughs> he said, "Kid." <laughs> so just you're 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 after going through a degree or and um, studying yeah. or whatever. So like muscles, they tear when you're walking, so they bleed and they drive new blood into muscles. So if you have an injury, is so pull me if I'm wrong. So you have an injury, your muscles. Uh, bleed and you drive new blood into it so there's all the ice and the heating and stuff like that but so if you're training someone back uh, or repairing someone's muscle you're training them in a sport say GA or soccer or whatever like you know you go running on a track or something to and see if you can run straight lines and then you do like twisting and turning and stuff like that and then you go back into it but should you be doing like uh, movements after that muscle is healing so you should be doing specific muscles that you will use um, is it a question or an answer? I know, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I, I, I think it's... Yeah, it's I know what you're saying. I, I think it's what, peop- what, what, what physios and, pe- and people from background see in a book is that you should do straight line running, you should do side-to-side running. But now that you've played the sport, should you be saying, like, you should be repairing that muscle to what it's going to do? Because I see a lot of people who break down kind of quickly or they break down the same hamstring in a couple of weeks' time or something like that. Obviously, some people escape through the, the, the lucky gate, like, but, you know... What, what's your like, opinion on that? When, like, I'm not a physio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, with muscle tears and stuff, I know people go on about, oh, stretch that there, you'll be grand, stretch it. But, like, all you're doing stretching it is you're making it worse, like. What you need to do is get the muscle strong again for what it's built to do, like. So, like, if you have a quad tear, say, that muscle needs to extend again. So what would be good for that would be quad extensions. But I get what you're saying with the movements as well. I was listening to another podcast yesterday on sport and I know and I was listening to a fella and he's a, he's a sports scientist and he was saying that like what he likes to do with teams is when they're f- fatigued after training so as a warm down you know usually everyone well like with us at the moment with the football go down in a circle everyone's stretching but like what he was saying is that you should be just going for a light little jog and you should be doing movements that like you do in a match but when you're fatigued, so it will help you to like not pull them muscles right. when you're fatigued during a game. So like say you're after doing a hard session, what you do is some like lateral bounding or something after a mat or after a session. So instead of just standing and stretching around like you're doing the movements from the pitch to help like prevent injury. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, no, that's good answer. <laughs> good fairness, good yeah. information. Is there anything so that, that's kind of like what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. with like, like yeah, straight line It's more physical. Long-winded. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Question. it was a long wind, but it was actually hoggy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> no more tweets from Brid. No, like, <laughs> <or> <laughs> yeah, you should, you should be doing movements that you're going to yeah. do in a game, essentially, yeah. I think, I think so. anyway. Yeah. And like, people are always like, how do I get faster when they come to the gym? you start running faster by yourself. You don't go do squats, like, you don't go, uh, how do I squat better? Oh, go out and run on the pitch. You do what you actually have to do on the pitch, like. Yeah, and I think just from past experiences that if you have bad injuries for a while, John, you'll understand this as well, is that kind of, you're out for a long time, you come back in to train, and then and it's very hard, people say, oh, I'll take it handy in training. It's very hard to take it handy in a training session, especially if you're competing for like a contract or competing for a place in a team. 
and I think that kind of comes more into the sport because anytime I was released from a physio it was like yeah twist and turning movements you can do all the movements off the pitch and stuff like that you know I was able to swim lengths of the pool or I was able to run flat out sprinting but then you come into a training session you might get away with it for two or three weeks and then you break down again I think it's just kind of management of the body really isn't it and I think like the physio has to be in tune with the sport scientist the sport scientist has to be in tune with the manager the manager has to trust all these people like it's all different like people yeah. working under the same group for the same goal like what you were saying was it last week or the week before that the manager comes in and oh, you're yeah. on the physio table and he says how's Rob I'd probably be Friday week he said oh, train tomorrow I'll be alright yeah, okay. do so, it a job tomorrow yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the opposite of what you actually need you need someone a strong physio as well to yeah. be able to say to the manager but no especially when no you're way. playing for contracts and stuff like that like with regards to like if you're out injured and you're playing absolutely brutal because you're, I don't know, you've a sore hamstring or a sore quad and you're not playing to your full potential, you're going to kind of like rue that missed opportunity yeah. for not being fully fit either. Like. Mm. Rob, how's your injury coming along? Uh, it's getting better. I'm back jogging now for the first time in a year, anyway. maybe 11 months, not a year yet. But yeah, I just did a 20 minute jog yesterday and no ill effects today didn't feel anything while I was doing it so it's just kind of slowly building it up now getting back into those kind of game movements and then trying to get back in training probably non-contact at first and then just take it step by step I suppose until I'm back playing which probably won't be until next season but and who will you play with next season? I have a contract for life in a <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing that word <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but we've the smile on his face when he even said it. Look at him, he's beaming. But we've all been there, like, you know, injured, like going through what Rob is saying there now, geez, it brings back memories of it's kind of painful as a player, isn't it? Like It's the worst, yeah. It's the worst thing ever. Mentally as well, like. Mentally. And the role the physio plays is absolutely crucial. Like if he's even his attitude, if he's an upbeat guy, most of them were that I dealt with anyway. but if they weren't, you were really yeah. screwed, like yeah. Uh, but it's such an important role. Like, but and imagine at a professional, sorry to cut across, no, you're at a kind of professional or even semi-professional outfit, like, you know, that, that person has to be, as you say, crucial, crucial, because mm. you're talking about someone's career. Definitely. Know? I remember Joe Gamble, when we were kind of relatively full-time, we didn't have a full-time physio, so we had like full-time 20 players, 25 players, and he was like, why don't we have a full-time physio? It makes yeah. no sense. You're looking after... 25 players like 15, 10 of them could break down and like just have one full time physio and have even you know 18 players you won't need them but anyway and going back to fitness with that you're saying you know, they'll break down usually it's like you know load management yeah. if you're after playing a tough game on a say a Sunday maybe give them the next day off and late session Tuesday and if it was a really tough game say you're playing I don't know back when you were at the height of it against Shells yeah. it's mentally tough as well yeah. So you're all over the place and maybe a late session again on Thursday. Yeah. And match again Friday. I suppose what's about knowing your players, really. Knowing your players, but being crucial I think is the role you have with the manager. Like does the manager give you enough respect to take your opinion over like he might think like you had Darren was it you had or, or sorry, no, you'd be training on a Monday after a match on a on a Saturday. It might have been actually um Cummins. They play they play a full game. Again we, on a Monday. We had the same manager, Both yeah, great yeah. goals scored. Yeah, yeah, you had the same yeah, yeah. manager. Yeah. And uh, like, I, where was the physio there? Kind of going like, this is nuts. Yeah. This is absolutely crazy. Yeah. 
Do you know? It depends also on results. Like it's great when a sports scientist and the physio and everything's going well and they're winning games and give him, mm. you know, he needs to take it easy and easy session on the Tuesday, Monday and True. the Tuesday. As soon as things start going wrong, Forget the physio has no say. The sports scientist is like, yeah. shut up, we're going <laughs> to yeah, run this yeah, shit yeah, out of yeah, yeah. You know, like that, that, that's it's it. It's true. It's, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Whatever, whatever wins goes, kind of like, yeah, you know, like yeah, Kelly yeah, winning. You're in tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. You win a match. We just, just play it now. You're in tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a default. Like, yeah. that's, that's going on the mental side of it as well. At poor fail, Mickey Adams, like, we were losing a couple, we lost a couple of games at the start of the season. He said, right, instead of training, I'm going to run you around the track. He ran us around the track that whole week we won at the weekend he said if you lose basically at the weekend like you're doing it again next week so we won but they ended up winning most games and getting promoted and then you're like where's the where's the logic <laughs> yeah, and where's the like, science you know, the science is kind of the window. science gone out the window but we won every game yeah. you know? if there's a strong enough incentive there yeah. you're going to yeah, win that game it's true this is right. work and we're going to keep Stick. doing yeah. this like, mm. yeah so Again, mentality is a huge, a massive, sorry, role. <laughs> the, hard, the hardest thing, though, I think, with being in amateur football, I have to do all my rehab by myself. Like, I go to the physio once a, once a week or once every two weeks. But then it, all that time in between, I'm on my own doing the exercises he's given me to do. Yeah. So it's a lot of responsibility. I know a personal trainer, Rob, if you want to talk to him. <laughs> is it Brit? <laughs> <laughs> Go to Brit, because he's... <laughs> <laughs> but Joe, it's a lot, like... Like, if I just decided, which probably a lot of people, just to not do it, I'm going to back physio and there's going to be no progress made. So you have to take a lot of responsibility and kind You'd of... be motivated be yourself motivated to get back. Motivated and yeah. mature about it. Especially now, the closer I get to playing, when I'm up doing my running in Douglas Hall, if Patsy decides... You're able to play Saturday, yeah. It has to be me saying You're no. You're strong enough to say no, It has to be yeah. me saying no, I can't play. You can't, don't have any physio backing me up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it has to be yeah. maturity as well. That is big. I suppose when you sat down on the couch, you look at your right and you see the wobble board. You look at your left, you see the cans. What's, what's Rob going to choose? That's a tough one now. Could you do both? You can do both. I'll do both. You'd probably be wobbly after the cans. So. Yeah, 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 there you go. It's even better for the balance if you have a can in your hand. Take your mind off yeah. your foot, like, you know. Well, in the gym terms, we call it proprioception. Yeah, right on. Brilliant there, John. But I'd say you have a, a appreciation because you saw the full-time training as well and the full-time yeah. physio. If you didn't know about that, then Take maybe... Gra- that would you, you be know, the norm. If you weren't exposed yeah, to yeah. full-time football and full-time physio, maybe you go back and you're playing, you know, Muslim League only and you haven't played. That time Rob exposed himself to the physio, <laughs> is that what you're saying? Because <laughs> I know, like, you, before I played, say, with Cork City or whatever, and I got the physio would tell me things to do, I, I didn't do them. Like, I'd be like, yeah, grand. <laughs> you kind of half do them, and then you forget about it on day three. Whereas when you're in a full-time setup, you get the, you realise yeah. how much of a difference it makes. It's all education. Isn't that right, on? Exactly. Did you say as well, I'm there. not a physio, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know everything yeah, like physio <laughs> on. Physio on. Holding himself out as a physio. Football fitness, fitness, yeah, fitness. <laughs> <laughs> you sold me a package to repair my muscles. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, st- you still owe me 100 quid, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lads, I'm actually more qualified than Owen. I've done a degree in neuromuscular physical therapy. Have oh, you? you want it? Yes. Oh. Did you? The National Training Centre, yeah. Well done. So, yeah, so I, I don't even know why we got him in. All this time, I've been paying my It is surprising. No, he was very good actually when we did the sessions. Very good stuff. Strengthened up an awful lot from what I was. Very good. Good. That was a free the... introduction, and then it just went down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> good.
another question. Another question for Owen or a question? Yeah, yeah, right, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Question. Uh, why, this is from Thomas Stafford, who's heavily involved in Cove Ramblers. Why do you think the Cove 2016 team was so successful? We got to the playoffs. Myself, I was on the team and Darren was involved in the management. Yeah, you said it all there, really, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you were the main man off top. Yeah, um, no, I thought we had a good team that year. Uh, good bunch of lads as well, like Shane O'Connor, Kramer. Um, Craig Donlin came in halfway through as well, didn't he? Yeah, Craig came on one. Which was How long's that list? <laughs> you it there, right? Uh, you, can't, you, can't, you can't forget the Swede. And Anto as well. Anto was brilliant. Swede. Mark, brilliant. Mark, Mark was absolutely Just see him on Instagram these oh, days. Oh, oh my God. He good? He's out, he's out now. He's in New Zealand with his girlfriend going around New Zealand in a camper van. Yeah, this is a free spirit. Living the dream. Living like, the life. He's a good player, actually. He's a really good player. Yeah, never know. They signed him from Castle yeah. or someone like that. I'm sure we we played against him in, in the cup, or I'm sure or something like that. And he, I'm sure he scored. He scored a couple of goals. Yeah, yeah like he got a couple of goals. Yeah. goals yeah. Yeah. More goals than me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Group, yeah, we had a knack for winning the tight games. I think. I think. Yeah. We, we, we won UCD up in yeah. UCD. We won our last six to get into the playoffs or something like that. Yeah. Was it Drahada home and away? Was that was yeah. that the yeah. Yeah. you done yeah. well away and then we messed up at home or something lost different? Lost the first leg at home two 0 Then we went two up within two up after five minutes. I, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was just going on mentality as well. How important a team is like good bond, good group. I think we did have fun as well when we were down there. Like and everyone like playing against each other. Like when you when you get along with people, it makes it. That bit easier to make an extra run easier, to cover yeah. cover for someone or you're think he's a fucking prick I won't bother I saw you run back <laughs> twice and all that season why are we looking at hockey there <laughs> <laughs> I was actually I played a lot of on the right wing that season so yeah. most running I ever did <laughs> it was like DC said last week as well about um, when City were weren't getting paid at all he said the change room made it so yeah. much easier to come in and just the lads would be doing yeah. it for themselves, but it was easy when Dennis was flying around and yeah. having a laugh. Yeah. You're not coming in and it's dreary. They're or a really great group, really, John. Yeah. Like, all through the years. years and like, yeah. yeah, and you, you were all so, part yeah. of it. You were all part of it. And still are. And still are. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely helps when you have a good culture around the gaff. Like. Yeah. Yeah, that's massive. Players do want to play yeah. more, like, yeah. like our psychology stuff that's there, no? Do you know when you have to be in two hours before the game or half an hour before training or whatever it is? If you're having no crack in the dressing room, that gets so much harder to do that. Show sit here for two hours, I'm not talking to anyone. Like. Yeah, it yeah. feels like about five hours. <laughs> yeah. And when there's two hours with a bunch of lads you can yeah. have to crack with, it's like, oh, meeting already. When Dennis <laughs> left, when Dennis left, uh, I don't know which time it was, we were so depressed for about a week because <laughs> the crack was gone completely. You know, he just, that's a, that's he just a personality out of it. Yeah, it? it was. Nice <laughs> word. Massive. <laughs> Have we got more questions? Uh, yeah. Uh, will you go back to play soccer again, Owen? Um, I think I will, but I'll wait till the gas season finishes first. We're going pretty good at the moment, so... Yeah, you won the championship well, did you? Um, by Bars. goal, I suppose, in the end, against oh, Duhalla. I thought you were well up. Was that the same game? We were well up, but I think we conceded Okay. the end. Right. <laughs> I, wasn't, I didn't get the whole thing. Yeah, I do love playing soccer, but I know it's kind of hard to do both at the same time. Like, there was a stage there, I think, 2017. I was playing, going one training a week with Avondale, going one training a week with the Bears. Yeah. Then I was on the bench with both of them, like, so it makes it way It's tough going, isn't it, yeah. Yeah. I did the same thing with the Bears for a long time. Um, Do you think this, like, in terms of cross-transferable skills between soccer and Ga, I know you're you're even smaller than me, right? (laughs) So for a forward in Ga, it's it's a disadvantage, isn't it, like? Um... 
think? I wouldn't think so, no. Well, they won a championship, like, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. How did you win, Hog? I won a first division. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to mention it earlier, lads, but I know that you're. It's under 12 summer camp. I mean, <laughs> I think in, in GA, the, your brain can make up for size 100%. Yeah, I, from playing, I've never played Gowan. I'm obviously been playing soccer. I know he's a clever player, so he'd be able to do people with his movement and thanks, Rob. Just be sharper than whoever he's playing <laughs> against. So I don't think it would be a disadvantage. The only difference I can notice with is there's way more upper body contact. Like fellas dragging yeah. you and hauling you, and with regards to a fitness component, you have to be, I think, a small bit stronger yeah. in Gowan, like, because you're not getting as many hits yeah. as you are in soccer. Like, well. There's upper body hits and, and loads pulling and dragging yeah. like if you're a corner forward and there's a fella corner back with you his yeah. job is to just stop you like yeah. whereas if you're left wing and you're against the right back his job is also to get forward and yeah. do more than just defend you like but um, yeah I think there is a lot of transferable skills like obviously kicking <laughs> 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 but um, yeah it is Next question. That actually kind yeah. of leads into, into oh, sorry. the next one because genius <laughs> do you think that strength and conditioning has kind of overtaken skill as the most important factor in GA and soccer yeah like way too much I think fellas spend way too much into the gym and just kind of going back to it's injuries not good for business yeah I know <laughs> that's good that's the same for soccer as well yeah though. I agree There's way, way too many yeah. you know it's all top heavy now like. and I think I heard Flinny say one day um, fellas just want to go in and they want to look beach ready and stuff the like podcast, that podcast yeah fellas taking um, fat burners and stuff like that yeah it? that's it yeah. yeah which is absolutely crazy like if you're if you want to be a good soccer player or a good guy player or whatever and say you're practicing all your skills and say me and Flinny have the same skills but I want to get one up on him you do use the gym like as a component to help you to be better than that other person mm. like but you don't train to like look like a bodybuilder you train to be a soccer player like Fellas in the gym doing like three sets of twelve, try to get big pecs. Like when do you use your chest that much in yeah. soccer like with regards to being a strong yeah, chest like do you know what I mean? That, especially like in the gym it's all it's all young fellas as well that probably haven't got a proper programme or a proper yeah. trainer, that they're not training for any specific purpose. They're just going in to get big arms and big chest. Or seeing someone on Instagram doing this yeah. crazy thing and they think that's cool. Instead <laughs> Again of just... it's 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 miss it's education, like, at yeah, the end of the day. Yeah. And, like, with misrepresentation as well. From, like, if you look at, like, Ronaldo, he looks like an absolute beast on Instagram, on TV, or anything. If you stand next to Ronaldo in real life, he's like a lat. He's so skinny and so small. Like, he's, he, mm-hmm. like, same with, same with, uh. What's a lat? So, a lat is like a skinny piece of wood. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> excellent Daz he didn't think he'd be able to back it up oh my god sorry, sorry I, just, I just lawyered it well, <laughs> so, so yeah all, like you see these players are ripped and stuff on TV and like any players that yeah, I heard they're very light like if you like the top players they're very light they're really skinny, skinny and they're and really small. like they're, they're, they're really lean like they, mm. their yeah. legs are so lean like no body fat yeah, yeah. not a pick on them and and he's he's eating the right things the whole yeah. time and and doing it that way it's not just about going to the gym and yeah baiting weights and then going and eating whatever you want but then you see him on a picture and he looks huge he looks like it's know, kind of his brand though like isn't it that's yeah. what he's trying to put out there but like yeah. the way he's done it is probably different to what you think he's done. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Because he looks so lean and he has a six pack. People think he's massive. You know, people associate a six pack with 
being mostly yeah I think we do have a problem though like in football in Ireland in that when you go most guys who do well will go to the championship in England or league one and or league two and a lot of those guys John are, are huge aren't they over there yeah the like, uh, like lower leagues, certain, yeah. yeah you'd feel like certain players, the yeah. requirements that scouts come or whoever's you know contacting fellas in, in the league of Ireland they kind of look for big guys don't they a little bit you yeah, know what I mean? I, Who are yeah? I kind of found that when underage, like there was players just say on my Kendi Cup team and Cork teams, that like were getting all the trials and they're bigger than everyone else, like because like they've gone through puberty before everyone else. Yeah. And like I think teams are looking at him being like, uh, we can bring him over, but full time training with the skills, he'll get better with the skills. Like before, but I think they're kind of going away from that now. Are they? I think they're looking for like with footballers. The Bar- with the yeah, Barcelona like, and yeah. the Man City who are, smaller who are slider. Uh, English clubs, <coughs> the, the top teams anyway, definitely. The top teams, yeah. but the top teams are the Premiership, yeah. The top teams are the Premiership. So like your, champ, your Championship, League One. The, the reality of Irish footballers. They're they are looking. They're, they're looking still for, looking for it. So yeah, I think yeah, we're I still think stuck right, in yeah. that a little yeah. bit, like they, you know. Yeah, if he's not big and strong, yeah, they're taking you over, like yeah, no. which is unfortunate. Like it'd be ideal if. Yeah. We could, you know. Oh, no, look at Sean there. I know. I think, think he's an exception, yeah. probably no, an in exception. a few others. That's probably it. You probably have to be an exception. Yeah. yeah. The one, the one I used to always get was that I want. They never say you're too small. You're not. You're not. You're not strong enough. Or yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not fast enough. It's like, it's like breaking up with a garbage. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's not you. It's me. I know. <laughs> I know how tall like, I am. Like your ears. It's my ears. But you're at that they won't just tell like say straight up like you're too small. There's always some something else. Yeah. Some other reason. Yeah. That little voice in your head saying what he's trying to say yeah. is you're too small, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Standing here looking up at him like I know exactly what's going on, like <laughs> looking down at you as well. Like, down on your They're actually massive. <laughs> Have we got more questions? I want to ask uh, a question. Go on. Does go on, your view on post match and pre match uh, nutrition? What would your guidelines be, or what? Because um, we're still—I think we're still stuck in the breast the chicken pasta, and the pasta yeah. lashed God sauce on. And it's just I remember oh, playing. Worst thing you can ever do because yeah. every there's every team goes away and gets that, and then there's four or five fellas struggling like stomach wise. Big time, yeah. Do you remember with Cove? I remember being up in Atlone one day. We were going to play against yeah. Atlone, and we remember getting like pasta, chicken, and it's just stuck in your stomach then till. Tuesday morning, we, like. We had a game. Was, you know, it was our game when Pats. We had four or five fellas in the jacks before the game. Yeah. <laughs> like after the warm up. Yeah. <laughs> like but like, what happened? I think right was that you know when Arsene Wenger brought uh, the Pat pasta stuff yeah. over it to. Seat over there. Yeah. Seat. Well, Pat Dolan kind of brought it into us, right? And really positive stuff now, right? But like they were getting hotels in the Midlands who've never cooked pasta before in their lives. <laughs> To suddenly oh, pretend. Sorry, sorry, the Midland hotels. Fans watch TV. Condone what Neil Organ just said. I can remember some specific ones. I won't oh, be more specific than that. Weren't even proper chicken either. It was like little sparrows. Oh, on the it was the most horrific. <laughs> yeah, horrific sparrow friends. <laughs> they were doing their best. But like that, that's what we were asking them to do. They were doing their best. He's after making the right hitter. Ha 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 
I'll end there. I'll end. <laughs> I know what you're saying, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, it, we were being trialled and it, it was worse than anything we had before. But it's an education like, thing again, like, you know, yeah. that's where the times were back then. Yeah. I, I think... Didn't, oh, I, didn't, I didn't realise it until I was gone from the League of Ireland until like, and when I was cooking my own pre-match meal. Do you not just eat pasta and chicken? At this? <laughs> I, I couldn't be bothered cooking pasta and chicken, so I just have fucking scrambled eggs. It was easier to make. And you felt better. And I felt way yeah. better. And it was just... Yeah. I think with everyone, it, like. uh, it it depends so individually. Much, like like yeah. if Flinny mightn't like eggs, like but he loves chicken. Go have your chicken. What like, do you have, Flinny? Sorry to cut in you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was even getting looks last year at Finn Arps. I didn't really go to that many um, pre matches, or I just bring my own food. But are you kind of keto now? Is it? Are you keto now? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did that. I kind of just balanced, balanced diet yeah. now. But I was having steak, steak and veg before the the, the day of the match, the playoff game yeah. up in Limerick. So the match at seven o'clock or quarter to eight. You're having that at three, is it? Okay, three, four. Yeah. Three, four. Why veg? Just to complement the the steak. What kind of veg? <laughs> Broccoli, <laughs> carrots. Like I think that's kind of a mistake some people make as well. Um, I'm gonna be healthy here for my pre-match. I'm gonna have some veg. Like, veg could get stuck in your stomach there, and you get a feeling of like trying to pass as well, just being mm. stuck. I, broccoli there, like, is hard to break down, like to digest. But yeah, I it just works for me. I I feel really yeah. light and even ha- having steak. Yeah, and it could be a brain thing too. Like I'm after having broccoli, I'm gonna be brilliant here. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would you suggest is kind of a light thing to have so that that won't affect your stomach and um, give you the energy? What I do at the moment is I eat three hours before a match. I actually have chicken and rice because. I like eating chicken and rice. Yeah. Then after that, I have ice cream. Yeah, I think mood is important. Mood food. I know I've said this before, but yeah. I think like so if you're going to be depressed about something you have to eat yeah. before the match, that's not good. Like, um, I used to have, uh, <laughs> I used to have uh, <laughs> some mood over there. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Coke, yeah, Coke Zero tonight, yeah. Um, I used to have toast and tea. Damon Richardson used to bring us to Turners Cross Tavern before the match and we'd have toast and tea that was only maybe two or three hours before a match I'd right. normally say tea and toast but I would have said yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Richardson> was... <laughs> toast and tea that seems weird doesn't it I was like nah I want to have that but tea and toast yeah I'll have that one you just named our podcast uh, episode <laughs> <laughs> toast and tea brilliant Richardson was on the kind of diet stuff as well wasn't he food before a game preparation stuff because I remember when I was first <clears> at City I think the, the first away game we went to, we had like pasta and chicken, you know, and I was like, we had some sauce, and about half an hour in the hotel after, my stomach was killing me, I was like, this isn't great at all, so I said, give us a pint of milk, thought milk might be good for it, like, so I'm drinking a pint of milk, and anyway. next thing he comes <laughs> over, and worse. snaps at me. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, what are you drinking a pint of milk before a game for? I'll see you outside later. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Around the wrong fella there. Oh god. Yeah. But like again, don't do an education thing. They're only training their best like for you and stuff like yeah. that. Like yeah. I suppose it'll be tough to get like twenty totally different for everybody. Yeah, yeah, so maybe everyone should just bring their own yeah. pre match meal, like if you're that bothered about it. I remember after that day up in that lawn I started bringing my own food because yeah. Yeah, it's actually, the answer, right, actually. Like, that is like Athlones the, is going to Midlands, isn't it? Yeah. You're right there, Hog. Every football should be. Let's say it was, wasn't that low. They should bring, be looking at your own food. Yeah, your own, your yeah. own water. I used to have something the night before a game that used to kind of 
get me going for for no matter what we ate on the away trip. I was that injection was it? His missus always said, "Oh, I hope you didn't make product product placement." But it was uh, it was Jackie Lennox's. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It had Jackie Lennox's the night before some matches, away matches. Mood food, mood bud. food, and uh, plenty of carbs. Uh, a bit heavy, probably not ideal, no, right? Two, two, <laughs> that Mars bar, that deep fried Mars bar, is probably a bit too much. No, the night before some away, away matches, yeah, or home, or home, but like oh, yeah, you yeah. know, so like I travel on the next day after. Travel on the next game, yeah, and do you know, yeah, I just think it worked for me. Would you have a so. breakfast? Oh, Lennox's as well. <laughs> <laughs> that is superstition thing as well, Hog. Like, uh, maybe, yeah. You like maybe. you had that one night, then you went out scored, done the Yelp, and then <laughs> stuck after that. <laughs> I think it's what you hit the nail on the head, though. Like whatever kind of suits each individual. Yeah, um, but I, I think as you said, you can't be showing up to a game, have a pre-match, pass and chicken, and feel like shit, and go out and play and blame yeah. that. You have to take you, you ownership take for your own nutrition, yeah. like and. A lot of, feel yeah, that's it. It's a lot of things come into it as well, like you know how you prepare yourself mentally and all that crack as well. Yeah, but like, some fellas I know would just like class the pre-match as free grub, so yeah. it's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bringing my own grub. This is free. I'm gonna yeah. eat as yeah. much as but I want. If they're happy with that, it works. Like yeah, yeah, it? yeah. And some fellas, I presume it does work for like, because surely some will pipe up now and tell yeah. the managers that like. True. But like, even if you were playing. Like you were saying, you eat Jackie Lennox's the night before. Say if you had an early kickoff and you, know, you don't want to get up and eat chicken and rice at fucking 8 o'clock in the morning, you could just have a big meal the night before, then have yeah. something late can, the oh, morning yeah. of it. Say if you had an 11 o'clock game or something. Works the same. Hoggy banging out what doors of Jackie Lennox at 8 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get you in there! <laughs> Fire up the pants. <laughs> <laughs> that is a disaster trying to eat before uh, a morning A really game, early game, Sunday yeah. morning game. I always, I'd do that I'd eat a lot the day before and just have like a banana or yeah. something yeah. before just like, eat a lot the day before the yeah, whole day before like, I couldn't get up in that early and have scrambled egg or fucking pasta and chicken or whatever it is yeah. I you couldn't, couldn't do get it, up like. early but what you could do is give us your weird football story <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh. um, there's a few small a few kind of small stories this week I, uh, I was a bit busier at work this week, so I couldn't have enough time to prepare. <laughs> oh, he's giving it he that one yeah. out. Play- giving out the work. Sorry, the week off. The <laughs> NBA playoffs are on, that's what's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's, a few, there's a few smaller stories. And there's one, so the small paid you 200 a week. Yeah. It's <laughs> a joke. That's, that's not true. Disclaimer, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true because he's injured now. So 250. Yeah. 250. So, so 250. He signed for us and he said, no, he's getting 200 a week. Douglas I only get that if I show up to the game. Minimum. Gold bonus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 200, 200. That's flat fee. Like. <laughs> uh, so in 2015, FC Baku in Azerbaijan hired 22-year-old, can't say his name, but Vugar Hussanadi as their manager oh, ba- based on his football Vugar. manager Vugar. experience. <laughs> based on his, how good he was a football manager. That was on, was on his CV. What? And he got the manager's job. Whoa. At an actual professional club in Azerbaijan, and to make it worse, John Pierre Papan applied for the job. I didn't get it. Didn't get it. Oh wow! <laughs> How did he do? We don't know. He Who lasted was? two years in the job. I didn't see. I was trying to find out on Wikipedia, but there's not a lot of information on FC Baku up there. So he could have done well. He lasted two years, so he can't <laughs> do that bad. Who's to say? Yeah, who's to say? And he was actually the young, youngest managed full-time manager in football history. Well done, Vugar. 
He said in his um, CV that Volume it took him <laughs> two years on Football Manager to get the team promoted. If this, you know, if you, you have ambitions for the podcast, you need to get Bugar on the show. That's your task. We will track Bugar. I'll get Bugar then. Uh, so <laughs> Where are you, Bugar? <laughs> <laughs> public plea for Bugar. Does anybody know Bugar? Find Bugar. Where are you? Playing championship manager. Oh, brilliant. Sorry, Rob, we have to kill it. We kill his stories every week. Like, it's not only me. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> Alright, so next, I, I started too strong. That's you did, I know. I think I'm to kill it now. Uh, so, NK Domzali in Slovenia signed uh, right back by putting an ad on LinkedIn. He's <laughs> looking for an offensive right back, must have EU passport. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Do you know what? I'm not signing for you anyway. Screw yourselves. They signed Aluar Bracky after he replied to the ad. They were a Slovenian second division team. Oh my god. An offensive player. Offensive right back. An offensive right back. E- EU passport needed. <laughs> Don't know why that's required. Hoggy, hoggy, no? <laughs> Merck passport. Like LinkedIn, you know, there's a lot of players I've seen that. profiles up there and stuff. Uh, and, and you know, I've seen agents as well say, yeah, 16. This is age group 16 to 18. You need yeah. to have a EU passport. You need to. Yeah. I yeah, see a lot of agents saying, like, uh, they said, like, League One in, in England, mm-hmm. and 150k a year salary and stuff like that, or 200k a year in salary. For the like, agent. Like, yeah. like, he's a dreamer he's just putting this stuff up I'd say are the yeah. agents doing that much for you like that they deserve that much though like in your own experience I I personally don't like agents Um, I, I don't think they do any go- good f- they didn't do any good for me but I, you see like obviously if you get to a really high level an agent can do wonders for you so again I think I think there's a role for guidance and advice, you know, and mentoring. But they don't do it, Hog. And I, 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 yeah, I, I, yeah, and I know, I know yeah. you're kind of looking into this, yeah. and you have a good heart and a good soul. But any ones that I've come across, they they don't really. There's not agents now pipping around Ireland, and what they're doing is they've had like a good background before, and what they're doing is getting players even twenty euros a week. So they know Irish players don't have the money, so they get they might have twenty, thirty players then, and all it is is a phone call to see how you're doing, or you know. Like I think I'd agree with you, right? I think some agents, right? Possibly you'd know of players who just got an agent, and you'd see their performances go down. Mm. Actually, I, I've seen that happen in League of Ireland. Say fellas I played with or whatever, and I think maybe it, it all depends on who they get, right? Maybe some of them like it, it, when they get an agent, suddenly they're thinking about being abroad and they're not focusing on the match straight away, and their agent probably. You know, just as involved in that, saying this is what you need to get abroad. I think that's a big danger with some of it. Um, so you probably need guys who who are going to focus on the here and now. But there's like there's been so much of things uh, like fellas selling fellas dreams for years. But like the likes you, you've had, I'd say, good experiences with with people in in in. Have you? <laughs> well, if we're talking about here and now, we're after killing Rob's stories. We're we're cutting right, right. across. We can yeah, get, yeah, yeah. Go back. To we that. can get back, go back to the agent thing. Go back. You, to that. you go, Rob. Oh, am I going again? Uh, all right. This is a very strange one. Sunday league game in Leeds. Uh, Twenty police officers stormed the pitch to arrest a fella called uh, Peter Cooling. 
who had escaped from jail eight months previous, <laughs> and uh, he sh the team was short, so his buddy asked him to play. <laughs> <laughs> this is only a few years ago as well. I was reading the article, and uh, yeah, the police found out. Or eight months previous. Eight months previous, he escaped from jail, and uh, he, when he made it, he was making his debut for East End Park, and uh, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> it didn't last very long. Brilliant. How did he get on? I think the game was abandoned, but they do know they got the kit back off the guards. <laughs> <laughs> was it Zuma Sports kit? How long ago was that, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get the kit back. <laughs> yeah, that'd have been great marketing, though. Uh, and then the last one. In 2002, Adam Linden was sent off in a Swedish club match for Purse Hagen for farting. And the ref said what? it was unsportsmanlike conduct. What? Well, Jesus. Darren has had incidents with farts. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to one of the earlier podcasts, yeah. Owen. We've, we've had a couple of conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Very unsportsman. It's a bit of a bum note, that one, I know. <laughs> so that's, that's the end of the story for this week, so we can go back to the agent talk. No? They were good. Yeah. They were Very good, good stories. Ross. They were good Thanks. stories. Unreal. I think going back to the agents, I think some players like to think it's it's cool to have an agent or yeah. just to say you have an agent so that you you know it's there's no need if you're league one league two i don't think there's any need non-league there's no need for a, an agent i don't think it's when you get up like no, i no. suppose back to education if you have people around you that know the ins and outs of football or what you should be getting or what's what's the going rate but you have some fellas going over there that don't have a clue so yeah. clubs could take advantage if you didn't have an agent representing you Properly That's true. I know. So, um, I know Alan Brown doesn't have an agent. Yeah, you. And he did. He did at one point, but he said, "I don't. I don't want to leave Preston anytime soon. So, why do I need one?" Yeah, and if someone comes in and so wants it from Preston, you then hire, it's going to be like, yeah, exactly, yeah, like or an advisor. Yeah, yeah advisor, as you said. Uh, yeah, your man, um, the guy who was an advisor for a lot of Irish players over the years, Michael Kennedy. His name. He was a. He was a solicitor. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he is anymore. But uh, he, he, I think he just started with, I think it was either Dave O'Leary or Kevin Morn. All right. And they just said, look, I need someone to advise me. He came in and went from there. He ended up representing loads of Irish fellas just uh, on yeah. the back of you know. Word That's of mouth it. Then. It's it's kind of you've more trust in a fella who's yeah. going to be advising you on on your best interest rather than kind of dictating. You should do this or you should do that. So yeah. Pat Dolan does the same. He's he's an advisor more than, more uh, than yeah. He, he hates anyone who says, "Oh, you're an agent." He doesn't like that name. Like yeah, he, his whole thing was it's green tea name, with friends is what he he, he says. Yeah. So green tea with friends. Green tea with friends is what his his thing is. Yeah. I remember when I was over in the UK, my contract was coming up with an agent. Now obviously when I was over there, I was delighted to get over there. You know, and I thought best thing ever. And the contract was coming up, and basically. He was saying that this club, higher club, was interested in signing me with m more money. So I was like, oh, Alfred, yeah, 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 we'll renew our contract. No problem. At the end of the season, there you have that lined up. So I found out after, anyway, like the manager, I had I'd spoken to uh, the manager of the club at the time. And he knew nothing. He knew nothing about the, any agent or deal or anything in place. And I think that's, that's kind of something that you get a, you mm. know... Taking advantage of someone, you know, taking advantage of someone's yeah, definitely good nature or mm. like dream or especially when you're a young kid, UK, and all you t dream about is you know going to the top or going to the highest level, and you can see as you were saying, there's a lot of 
kids getting trafficked and stuff like that. There is there, which is the world. Not great. Mm. But just on your giving the kit back there, actually, just another one there. <laughs> I came, it was coming towards the end of me in England. I got, I went to a game, I was with a club, I won't name them now, but I pulled my hamstring in the game and it was away. And it was like a long trip back now, and it was like, I was sick of it now at this stage. I was like, I'm leaving and going home. And, oh, do you know? Sick of England. I, I didn't even, I did, yeah, I didn't even, like, I was getting kind of paid cash, and I didn't even collect my, um, yeah, I didn't even collect my, <laughs> I didn't even collect my money at the end of the game. I just went home. So then I went home anyway, and I ended up, I was signing for Cork City that, that year because I went back, back to Cork. And Cork City rang me up, do you know, if they do the international transfer. Oh, yeah. And they said registration. that the club won't release my relig- uh, registration because I had kept the tracks of <laughs> I swear to God. I actually had to go and have a conversation with the chairman of the club over. And I rang him. I was I was in a bad, I was in a really bad oh place God. at the time. And I just rang him That's and I said it to him. And I was like, you know, this, this you not releasing me and me signing like is helping my mental health like you know hmm. like what are you doing and then eventually they did but like that's horrific there, like, horrific hmm. horrific so scandalous. they wanted your tracksuit back to give a second hand tracksuit to some fella coming in and yeah like, the tracksuit was awful as well I was just with that. it was it was horrendous <laughs> most tracksuits are awful actually the quality yeah. you know I think there's a new brand after coming on. I'm going to actually raise a point on that, actually. I, I, I didn't like wearing the same thing as everybody else for 15 years. Uniform like you're in the army. It bothered me. Like, I, I don't have... It was easy, right? Okay, you, you knew what you had to wear or whatever, and I can see why you'd have to do it. But, like, I don't, I don't particularly like wearing tracksuits. And, like, every away trip on the bus, I have to wear this crap now again. Well, the tracksuits is one thing. Remember the suits? The suits. To wear suits. Oh, yeah. oh suits That's were an awful journey. An awful, yeah. Just suits in yeah. general, even coming for home matches. Yeah. The, the, first yeah. Ti- the first time I ever played in the, uh, an Aircom League match, um, it was Aircom League at the time, we were playing Cove, and there was like three of us young fellas, like, you know, we were called up to the senior team, and there was like, Hilly was the manager, and he was bringing in, implementing, you had to wear a suit going to the game. <laughs> So like, I know a suit. Like, <laughs> Your dad's. I can borrow my dad's suit. <laughs> but the three of us, the three of us, the oh, three that's of cute. us turned up in her dad's suit. I'd love to the tree in the one. <laughs> <laughs> or if I was, I was the same. They get ready to sneak into the cinema. It's like way bigger. Like, this fella's the longest arms ever. I done the same thing that's when I was tough. when I was younger, going on trial for Leeds. I had to go up to Dublin, stay the night in Dublin, and my dad was, they were all like, you have to make an impression now, like, you have to be looking well. <laughs> I was like, no suit, I was wearing a suit with two other boys, Alan, Alan Cawley, actually, who does, um, yeah. he's on the radio now, a pundit, but he was there, and there was another lad, I can't remember the other lad's name, two lads from Dublin, showed up in their tracksuits at the airport, like, and there's me and my dad's suit, I was like, oh my God, what's going on here? <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, we oh, could wear really. suits for the podcast now. Next <laughs> <day>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're wearing suits next week, yeah? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone used to get caught up with that as our first, first game of the yeah. season. For first, yeah, yeah, it's like, we're suits, yeah. yeah. We're in shirt and tight, tight definitely. Yeah. Do you remember, actually, just on that topic of, of catching fellas, do you remember, it just crossed my mind, when we were going over the border, uh, playing Derry, 
and we'd catch, like, say, Robert or, or one of the Latvian guys. Oh. Say, do you have your passport? Went, what? Passport? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get down. Yeah. And he's like, no, seriously, like, you know you need your passport getting through. You're going to have to stop the bus and whatever. No, the passport. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. That's brilliant. Uh, uh, Greg used to do it. Latvian? Latvian? Uh, any, any Eastern European, I think, uh, covered it all. <laughs> We have a few more questions, Robert. We? Yeah, I was saying about the, the message we got on uh, Instagram. Yeah. From uh, Dave Dunley. He was not, he's not happy with us. Thanks, Dave. Uh, thanks for listening, Dave. Anyway, <laughs> but um, he said basically he wants Caulfield to go, and he thinks we're being very protective of Caulfield on the podcast, and not uh, speaking our minds basically. Yeah, no, there's there's a, there's a few kind of fans messaging and stuff. Uh, I think Ryan O'Gorman's another one. Um, saying about like you know, and it's true they they have their voice as well. You know that's what that's what this podcast is about, and you know they they kind of want um coffee loot, and again I we're gonna say we're 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 giving our opinions on it. I think the man he's been successful. You know, it's one it's it's a blip in a season, and you got to stay with him. And I think, you know, the majority of fans <coughs> are behind him, and you know they are looking to turn things around. So what what was his question? Uh, basically, just he wants he thinks basically coffee should go, and he be- says we should agree with him. I suppose he wants yeah. his voice heard on the <laughs> and, podcast, and we gave it to him. And but I, I know I know there's there's a lot of fans on Twitter and Instagram and all that that want coffee to go. Which to be fair, to start the season they've had the only one point off relegation. The only thing I'd it's say fair. is like yeah. When, I don't know if you remember this, uh, John. When we won the league, two thousand five, probably one of the best moments in the club's history. They after about three or four games, there were fans again. Uh, some fans were marching outside Turners Cross, wanting Rico out. Do you remember that at all? No. It's signs and everything. Rico out. We want Rico out, and we went down and won the league. And I'm not saying that's going to happen this year, but I can understand. There's always there's high standards at Cork City. They've had a few games. It's natural that some fans are going to be like that. I don't share that opinion. I think it's relative to what's going on right now. Yeah. They're not having a great time. We're, we're not um, we're not saying he he should keep the job or he shouldn't go. We're, we're just giving our opinion, really. I think if Cork went on a 10-game unbeaten run from the next game on, what would the consensus be after that? Is it still the same thing? Totally. So and football is up and down like that. And again, we're we're not here to give the, these kind of opinions. It's the same as the kind of FAI and stuff. Like they don't know enough about it, really. Um, like give advice. I, as you said, yeah. I think sometimes with with Caulfield particularly, if you want him to go, you want him to go, but you have to be careful what you wish for as well. The grass isn't always greener. Like do you know what I mean? It could. Like with the case of Man United, just say uh, how many man, how many times have they tried to replace the manager, and they keep getting it wrong. Like it's very hard to replace someone who's been so successful. It's a tough job to walk into as well for whoever gets and it. Surely he deserves a bit of time. Like you know, I mean, like literally they finished second every year that he came in or won the league, and now you and know, he's brought through young fellas as well. And he's brought through young fellas. This year I seems think. to be yeah. a bit more young fellas this year. Um, would you think Darren a bit more this year? Yeah, there's 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 a lot more cork in there, and there's a lot more young yeah. players. Like, but 
Because I, I know that again, was something you thought maybe well maybe not with I Cork think, City necessarily. But, but no, I, I think they I think they do need to go down that track. I think I think they need to bring what what's in Cork maybe for a couple of years and build it and and yeah. and establish well, it. Might, now might themselves. be the time for that, like yeah. You know? I, I think I think it is, and look, you have to accept what happens. I think the problem with fans, a lot of them, is Caulfield's style of play because a lot of teams are starting to play football now, and we're kind of fa- falling behind the times. And but you like. He he has that direct style. That's that's his style. That's his style of football. That's what got him success, yeah. and that's what won him. You know, you have you you can't you can't be happy. You know, we're we're just winning alone. Like you know, you have to be you have to accept his style. You know. What's the name of the guy who t- tweeted in? Sorry, Dave uh, Dunley. Yeah, so he, look, he's entitled to his opinion, and, and I suppose, like you could what like Darren said, that's probably why he he you know he thinks the style maybe isn't what Dave likes or whatever. I believe it's not, it's not the best to watch. Yeah. But when it's effective, you get over that. Yeah. And when you're winning leagues and winning cups, it you don't care what style you play. Yeah. But then when it's the result, when the results go bad, it's not. Like it's hard to pay the money to go watch it then like whatever about now right and if you park that decision you know there's no decision to be made but park the idea of the question about whether Caulfield you know is staying on or whatever like when the club when, when he did take over the results was so important to the club like yeah. it was so important like I've spoken to John Caulfield myself about this and like he's saying the club wasn't in a good place I remember with Tommy we, we were finishing sixth and nearly getting relegated yeah. a few times and it was probably the most important season that the club had in a long, long time, just to merge with the old idea of Cork City and this new Forest Co-op. We don't talk about Forest Co-op no, m- anymore because John Caulfield's team with Flinney and all the lads went on and finished second and first. So I think he deserves, no matter what, he deserves a hell of a lot of credit for that, you know. I think, be careful what you wish for because a new manager could come in and scrap the whole idea of young Cork players and it's just about winning, winning games and getting people in on loan and... It could be become half a Dublin. You know, mm. you just never know with who, never whoever's going to come in. But eight games gone as well, like, and he's yeah. been good for four seasons. But yeah, exactly. There's eight games this season. Exactly. Have any of you been watching Cove recently as well? JSKB is doing well, aren't they? The young fellas doing really well. That was a big win up in Galway last week. He's got good pace, hasn't he? I've seen him play. They're on a poor enough run before that. Like they needed to win to kind of break that. Well, they beat Chelsea as well, didn't they? And they're. Kind of up around the top of the league, where they're a yeah, home. Cabin, yeah, <laughs> who's uh, long for a plane? Home yeah. games are really yeah. important, like in the first division, aren't they? Mm. Definitely. Like I remember hearing Rob last week saying, he goes to bed, gets up at six o'clock, works half a day. Yeah. Yeah. Off at one, onto the bus, on the bus for four hours. Like yeah. that's no way to be. No. Yeah. Well, preparing for a game like does like questions for the podcast and <laughs> looks at his computer. <laughs> <laughs> What is fella? Wikipedia. You do have to take advantage of home games though, because the other all the other teams are in the same position. Their players are getting off the bus half dead. Yeah, yeah. So you have to if you start fast, you can yeah. you can win the game in the first half an hour. That's like. true. And especially Big Cove. Team. Cove has has a history of being an awful place to go and a hard place to go and and, yeah. and get a win. Sure, you saw it done off. That's just for car people as well. Like going down to Cove is yeah. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question after coming in there from Erica Nihuma. Uh, who benches more, you or Brid? She spelled the Brid as well. <laughs> um, like I was saying earlier, you train who you play, so uh, I don't bench at all. <laughs> so Breed does, Breed does. Breed. And what about Brid? Yeah. <laughs> I see you doing a lot of squats on your Instagram stories. 
What's the yeah. squats about? Are they building power or what? Squats or going on there, like. And <laughs> 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 um, just strength. It's kind of about volume as well. Like, what I do is at the moment I'm doing like three sets of six. So you try to go as heavy as you can to heavy be as, can. as strong as you can. Taking probably two three minute breaks in between each set. Um, a session for me would be like four exercises. I wouldn't be wrecked coming out of the session. Like, I'd probably do squats, um, hip thrusts. He can't say bench now because he, <laughs> <laughs> he he nearly said bench. Uh, <laughs> I do a shoulder press and uh, pull ups. <laughs> it's all about the booty these days, isn't it? It's all about the oh, glute works. All about the glutes. Get them the yoga pants. Yeah, yeah. Actually, speaking of yoga pants, uh, Sumer actually doing a new range of yoga pants. Did they? How much, John? Squat proof yoga pants as well. How much? Retail price? I'll sort you out after this, I'll go right. The moose not together. That's good, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I do see as well, um, there's new under 13 grades and under 15 grades and 17s in there with City yeah. all around thing. Like, I think they should probably be introducing weights to these young fellas, like, in yeah. my opinion. And under 13s? Under 13, Or just, yeah. the, just the fundamentals of movement. Yeah. Concepts, yeah. Like, the education of it was probably mm. would be like massive. If, if I'm 20 and I'm starting weights and I'm 30, I have 10 years of weights done. If I'm 13, then I'm 30. Whatever that is in math, 17 and that. Yeah. <laughs> 14, 15, yeah. 16, 17. Where, where did you go to college? <laughs> I did see that on, uh, He's a physio. on, on Twitter, the 13s in with Alan Bennett doing foam rolling after yeah, the game. I've seen that. Doing a proper cool down. And I think that was a marketing trick for a yeah. back roller, was it? Getting a, uh, awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. you got a free back roller. Then I've got something there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, a, lot, a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> Benno Backroller <laughs> 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 Do you know whether it's good for you or not? Some people say it's a waste of time and other people say it's the best thing ever. I like it anyway. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. I don't think it's a healing device. Yeah. It's it's not a heat it's not a healing device, but I think obviously a placebo effect, like you know, I'm doing phone roam and hair. Oh, I must be doing something good, I feel better about myself. All well and good if you do think that's working for you, but like I just think it's not doing. But any uh, great physiologically, wouldn't muscle. it be rubbing down the muscle? Wouldn't it be breaking up the tissues if there was an issue? I suppose if there's tightness, is it? Is that what it is? Uh, I I'd only do it for like for stiffness you know, before a warm up. I wouldn't do it for like an injury. All right. Like I don't. It's not going to heal anything. Or not an injury, but maybe good, like, preventative. If, if you're tight, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would do. Like, if yeah. it's preventative, you should just do your gym work, like your RDLs and your. Huggy be foam rolling his wallet now. <laughs> if you're tight. Murph got about yeah. thirty seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a picture of that? <laughs> Sorry, man. I but do, uh, I do about, think... You know, you say, like, a slit around your glutes and stuff like that, so you're yeah, saying it's a waste of time. Like, I do think people confuse, like, <laughs> tightness with weakness, like... Yeah? Yeah. They're just, like, <laughs> weak in the muscle, and what you need to do is, like, strengthen it up. So, like, obviously, you're after playing the game, you're saying you're stiff after the game. The muscles are just tired, like, let them recover. You don't have to go <laughs> jump on a foam roller. But if you think it's helping you, like, by all means, do it, like... So if you're really stiff, like, you... Sh- means you're not ready to play another game your Probably body hasn't recovered doing too much like yeah, yeah. you could be doing too much say if you've you know three games in a week if anyone's ask let's go <laughs> how about a few of the slitter in your mouth 
Is that a waste of time as well? <laughs> I think that's I a difference, Paul. He's mask out of his bag there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, we have a question there for uh, Hoggy's book as well. We're going to do oh, it. Oh, yeah, finally. I gave you a book six months ago. <laughs> yeah, it took him six months to read it. <laughs> We'll do uh, after after we end the recording, we'll do an Instagram live of the draw. We'll use a sumo sports hat to throw the. No, no, I don't think you should be. I don't think that it's. Are you right? That's a mistake. So I'll get put on the Latvian accent. There you go. It's a mistake. Mistake. Rob, why didn't you put Hoggy's? competition oh, on these books up on Instagram it's too much time on Wikipedia doing research like. no you tell the truth you were trying to take a picture of the book and then you were starting to read the cover and you fell asleep we <laughs> 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 time for uh, maybe one two more questions that's a bad joke uh, would you have any ambitions of playing for Cork in GA that was from uh, your colleague Eric Myron oh yeah Um. Yeah, definitely. Why wouldn't anyone want to play with Cork? We totally. was playing senior football with Bears, Castlehaven, and anyone like that. You close? Um, trials or anything? Do they do trials or? I'm not sure. I suppose it's how you play in the championship. Just around the corner like. from yeah. Parky Queen. <laughs> 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 five kilometers. Yeah. So close, yes. That was um, yeah, how is it? How you play in the it's championship? How you play in championship? I suppose if the manager goes to the games, I suppose the further you progress as well, so they're going to think these are the best of the best. So and is it Ronan McCarthy? Is he the manager? Yeah. Well, I always thought with intercounty guy, and this it could be completely stupid as well. That it should be it could be run like international soccer, that you just play with your club, you play league games, you play championship games, and then um, just say three or four weeks before the championship. The Cork squad is picked based on who's playing well, rather than the Cork panel not being with their club for the whole year, and just training with themselves and not playing any games either. But you'd be like you'd be inferior to the teams who who train all year round. Ah, uh, they should all do it. Is what I'm saying. Oh, if they all do it, <laughs> yeah, you'd have to restrict this the training, is it? Yeah, like yeah. they try and restrict the training. But then yeah. the teams just break those rules anyway, like don't they? Mm. It's it's a tough one. Like there's so few games because you see like with the Bears last year like your championship went in your league season went into yeah, December December like, and That's if, you're, if you're with a team then it gets knocked out in the first round you go to the back door then the side door and the <laughs> top door <laughs> and did you play 21s or minor? Um, I played 21s played minor we won the minor twice I don't think we won the 21s no we were poor 21s with Cork. oh with Cork sorry, sorry. Yeah. no I didn't play anything okay. No. okay I was playing I, soccer yeah <laughs> yeah the whole Cork team as well you said about playing well in the championship is this senior championship senior right? championship yeah what if you're like junior players and stuff yeah like um, a lot of them get picked as well would they yeah. but they play with divisions as well like I suppose or it's how or with colleges, or with the colleges like yeah mm. oh. but um, it is kind of uh, if you've played Cork minor or you've played Cork 21 helps. you kind of have your rep all the way up yeah. It's kind of a bit harder to break into break it, I suppose. In, I think so too. Unless you have like yeah, a, I think you, unless you have a standout season where you're probably yeah. getting six or seven again. Yeah. What you're saying is they should go with my idea. 
Is what you're reading. Yes. In a roundabout way. Um, so, Jay, can you contact the show? Yeah. I'm willing to be the chairman of the county board. If Rob's taking over, we're actually doing Jay jerseys as well. How convenient. Did you see the post yesterday, Dad? Yeah, I did. You like the jerseys, actually? Really nice. For change? Yeah. Oh, no. You're off my Christmas. They're normally very nice, you see? There you go. So, Owen, just before we go, have you got any tips for football fitness or GA fitness in general, just fitness? Or physio stuff. Anything fitness or physio stuff when you're not a physio. (laughs) You might as well, because the rest of them give you advice. I know, yeah. Um, I'd say a thing that's probably looked over is sleeping, just getting to sleep for like eight hours. It makes an absolute ridiculous, like... Slitter in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lose my train of thought. It makes some difference. Like I was reading this book there. It's called Way We Sleep by Matthew Walker, and um, he was on, he was on Joe Rogan, wasn't he? Yeah, it was I class. Listened, I listened to that it's like something. If I was to go out and learn a skill in soccer, just say keep your uppies, and I went to sleep that night, full eight hours. Woke up the next day, Hoggy done it, but Hoggy only slept for eight or four hours that night. I would have like seventy percent more of a chance of retain it way better than um, Hoggy would which is crazy when you think about it because people are always looking for like quick fixes and oh what can I do here to who can I pay to get better at this what can I do to get better at that it's and it's like thing. just go to sleep like for 8 hours it'll make your life yeah, definitely helps so me. much better like say to a, a, someone who's just had a, a little baby girl and probably <laughs> yeah, eight, yeah, yeah. eight minutes sleep is <laughs> is the most you get. It's true though, but even if you look at any motivational speeches and stuff like that, even on YouTube, I'm sure you've seen they're like, you know, you shouldn't be, you should be getting up early and, you know, jogging at three o'clock in the morning, this kind of crack and, you know. It's all a lie, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you used to have uh, power naps. Do you have power naps, John? Mm-hmm. Or do you, when you were playing pro? Yeah, or rest in the hotel, like, have an hour yeah, or, 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 or at home, like, before. 40 minutes. Yeah. As well, for, like, away games, I don't know if you noticed it, when you were pro, there's a thing as well in the book where, like, if you go to a hotel, only half your brain goes to sleep. So you might yeah. wake up after having 10 hours sleep and you still feel, like, bait yeah. to death, like, yeah. It's yeah. really interesting it's book, like actually. Survival instinct. Yeah, survival because instinct, because you're in a different, different environment, yeah. 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 It's actually a class book so if you ever get to read it. Yeah. Maybe if you if if you bought like some home comforts like a pillow and a blanket, would it make a difference? Like I know I do do. Team Sky in the cycling. Yeah. They have a full bus just made up of like beds and stuff to put in hotel rooms. So yeah. every hotel room that they it feels like home. Is See, the exact same hotel room. You know what I say? Cook calling over there is. How about this? Do you like the quality of sleep you get as well? Like blackout yeah. blinds and stuff like that. If you've too much light coming in, you're yeah. not getting the like, quality. What you need RAM to do is like that. have yeah, <laughs> deep REM sleep and all that. But um, you need to have like a routine, like you know, turning off your phone maybe an hour, hour and a half before you go to bed. Dim the lights around the house. Obviously, I know it's hard if you've a <laughs> newborn kid, yeah, like but yeah. just stuff like oh, that. It's, huge. it's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is just before you go to sleep read Hoggy's book yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a full 10 hours <laughs> and you'll have a few dreams as well <laughs> but, uh, look apologies tonight about Coo Cullen there in the corner <laughs> <laughs> in a week <laughs> off he had lots to say some funny ones though no. yeah. <laughs> but uh, thanks for coming on Owen no and, uh, just want to say thanks to everyone just a mention to Cork Schoolboys, the under 12s and under 16s won Monster Cups this week, which is brilliant. A couple of upcoming players, David Moore's son, Matthew Moore there. 
playing on, on one of the under 12 teams and just want to thank everyone as well for listening in and you know spreading the word of the podcast and giving giving it to friends and subscribing and retweeting it and share it and if everyone can do it as much as they can we will grow and, and increase and come to a live podcast near you maybe one day <laughs> so that's episode 14 thanks lads thank you we'll wrap it up cheers uh, <laughs> <laughs>